This episode of the Section 109 podcast is brought to you by Operation Get Active. Operation Get Active uses the game of soccer to encourage young people in Chattanooga to live active, healthy lifestyles. Hey, this is your guy, David Coloco, and you are listening to Section 109. Welcome into the Section 109 podcast. I'm your producer, Jay, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts, and I'm going to pass it directly to Breezy, and we're going to get this thing started. Yo, what's up? What up, mustache we're, man? We're back. Thank you. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to do uh, you know, justice to the stash. I got you. I, I'm not sure it's a good look. In fact, I, I know it's not a good look for me. My wife has made that abundantly clear, <laughs> but uh, I don't think she's going to leave me over my mustache, not yet, so it's still here. It's still here. Uh, obviously joined by co-host Matthew, and we have Ryan Marcano and David Coloco with us today. How you guys doing? Doing great, doing great, doing great. Thank you guys for having us on this podcast. Yeah. Actually, uh, second time in a week for both of you. Yeah. We're on a roll. So, Ryan, um, real quick, tell the, tell the listeners what position you play and uh, how long have you been at CFC? I've been at CFC since February. This past February, I played my first game against Oakland Roots. And I play right back, number nineteen. Uh, wait, uh, f- I guess right wing back in the fi- in the three five two. Sweet, yeah, yeah. No, and we'll definitely dive more into that where you played as a kid and all that stuff. Colo, <laughs> what, what position do you play, and how long have you been here? Um, I play uh, central midfielder, defensive mid, and also center back. Um, I just got here, I believe May. Yeah, a little later, right? Yeah, a little later, like um, second game in the Independent Cup. Yeah. So that's when I just got in here. So start start from the beginning, Colo, if you wouldn't mind. Tell us, take us back to when Colo was not this. Uh, for anyone who can't see, Colo's not a small guy. Colo's <laughs> a pretty big guy. Like, take us back to when you were small and when you started playing soccer. Oh man, when I started playing soccer, I can take you guys all the way back to Cameroon. Um, yeah, let's do it. To a street where I grew up, it's called um, Bonaberry. Um, also known if you follow me on Instagram, I always put Street Berry. That's where um, I grew up playing. Mm. Um, I just fell in love with the game. It's funny how it happened. You know, back home, everybody plays, right? Sure. So, you know, I was playing. And then one day, my brother had a PS2 with Pro Evolution. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not, not, not FIFA, though. Not FIFA. Not FIFA. He had Pro Evolution, my brother Steve. And then um, I was watching him play. And I always asked him, yo, can I play? Can I play? He always said, no, get away from me. <laughs> you know, as, as brothers as do. As brothers do. And you know, but he <laughs> he he's very very intelligent when it comes to the game. So whenever he was playing on the system, he was playing exactly how he sees on TV. So that's how I picked up playing football. And then that same day, I went to go play um, with a bunch of uh, good friend of mine. His name is Olivier, um, in um, like an, a street up north, about like ten minutes away or five minutes away. Um, I went there to go play, and I played excellent. I was like amazed by myself. I was like, whoa. I can actually play. That's how I started playing ball. Because all the older guys in the neighborhood came to me like, hey, you can actually play and play. And, you know, back home, if you're not good, you're not playing. Mm. It's not like anybody gets to play. So if you're not good, forget about it. Now, were you playing, when you say at a, at a street that was a few few minutes away, were you playing on the street? Were you playing in like a field that's like in that neighborhood? Or Perfect. So we had the street, right? Once you go up the street, you go inside the neighborhood. And inside the neighborhood, it's like a little, like a gold, like a gold, like, like you found gold. It's okay. like perfectly isolated, small-sided golds and sand. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. 
and they needed a player. And then um, I was like, you know, I'll hop in. And then I was, I was. And how actually, old were you, roughly? Probably like six years old. Oh no, five years old. All right, I was pretty young. But you know, back home at five years old, you think like a fourteen-year-old already because it's a third-world country, so everything is a bit more, you know, rough. So you have to kind of adapt very quickly. Yeah. So that's how I started playing with them, and then. Again, I was like six years old. They were like, they were amazed by how I was playing. So they all started protecting me, making sure, hey, don't kick his leg. Don't kick his leg. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> so you got the special how, treatment. I, I had the special treatment until I hit a certain age. That's when it all went away. They all, then they all started kicking you? <laughs> they all started kicking me to wake me up, you know? <laughs> but that's why I started playing. And then um, I came to the States in 2004. How old were you? I was eight years old. About eight, seven years old, I believe. Around there. I came here with my with my brothers. Mm my older brother and my sister to um Gwinnett yeah in Georgia near Atlanta yep to be specific in Lawrenceville okay yeah and I started playing rec there um I started playing rec at Georgia football club GFC and then um I played rec for like a, a year and then um this coach coach Kenny he's one of the coaches there who um who saw me playing he was like hey you can play you know you should come up and play select with us Again, at that time period, we didn't have no money. You know, uh, my, my mom and dad are back home in Cameroon. And um, we're like, we don't have any money. So he just asked me to come try out. I was like, all right, I'll come try out. I came out there. I played well. They signed me with a select program. And then from there, I went to GSA, uh, Gwinnett Soccer Academy at the time. I went to GSA. And then from GSA, I played under Coach Bruno. Um, he's the founder of uh, KSA, Kalonji Soccer Academy over there in Gwinnett. Like a lot of a lot of talent came big out. Big up there. and coming club. Big yeah. up and coming. Yeah. Nice. They've they've transferred a bunch of players uh, to various spots. Yep. Yeah, in Europe and the pros too, yep. for sure. Yep. We actually have a guy who used to play with us all the time named Santi from HBC who just like lived here for a little bit, but he's a full time employee there now. Oh wow! So I, I, yeah, I follow their Instagram and stuff. I didn't realize what they were. Yeah. That's really cool. That's why I was at. I was with the with the coach himself until he made KSA. So I was with them, and then um, I, um, I played with him throughout a certain time period. And then once I graduated high school, I went back home to see my mom, my, my parents, because I haven't seen them in about um, 10 years, 11 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. About, I didn't see my mom and dad for a while, for a long time. So from 8 years old to 16, 17 years old, I was not with my parents. You know, I had my auntie who, who was my guardian. That was my mom. That mm-hmm. is my mom till this day still. So I have two moms, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so she took care of me and all my other brothers. Uh, she's the one that, that kept me in line. Her and my oldest brother. All my brothers, actually, they all looked out for me and my sister. Are, are you the youngest? I am the youngest of five. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. So you're the baby. I am the baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the baby. So, yeah, so that's how I ended up over there. And then I went back home to Cameroon to go off, you know, reconnect with my parents which was like a life changing for me because after leaving my country for so long, coming back, I felt like I was just at home. I didn't miss a single beat. So I went there, you know, reconnected again and I came back here. When I came back here, it was like I'm starting from zero again. Mm. You know, I was 16, 17 years old. I graduated from high school. I didn't want to go to college. I'm not going to lie. I like uh, college was not in my head. It's not for everybody. Yeah, I was not even thinking about college. I wanted to keep playing cuz I had like one more year left for um for, to play at the highest of academy. So I started reaching out to um Orlando City and Houston Dynamo. 
So I went to Orlando City, did a tryout, they didn't select me. Next thing you know, as soon as I finished there, Houston Dynamo called me, James Clarkson. Um, he's now the head coach at Houston Dash. Oh, nice. Yeah, so he called me in to come and try out. You know, I came in there. I made the team. So I signed with them. And then I went back. I went to Houston and around 2015. Signed with them. Stayed there with my older brother also. So Was he playing with, as well? He's he's one of those guys who has natural talents, but he never really like, you know, it wasn't his thing. But he was very talented, talented, talented older brother that I have. Like, he can play basketball. He was doing taekwondo, and he was number one in Cameroon at these two things and football. So I went back to Houston, played with Houston Dynamo, and then um. Now you were playing with their reserve team. I did. I had some um, some games with them, like some friendly games. But I was with the academy, the U18, and then I did. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, I was at the academy for a little bit, and then um, I went to. After that. I didn't get a professional contract right away, you know, but sure. I wasn't honestly, I was not ready mentally like it's a different it's a different ball game. Well, you were you were a kid, level. you were I was a 18, kid. right? I was 18 years old. So I was not ready for it. So I um I went to a junior college called San Jacinto. San Jacinto College, we played against um school like Tyler. Oh yeah. yeah, one of the biggest one of the biggest junior colleges. So it was us two. Yeah. In the state in Texas, so it was St. Jack and Tyler Junior College. So I went there. Um, I did a year, one year, and then um, I went to go play summer league in um, Michigan at Kalamazoo. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. In K-Zoo, the MPSL. In the MPSL. Yeah, yeah we K-Zoo, know. So I went there. You know, um, that's where I started to get. That's when I knew uh, Detroit City. You know, all these other teams, and you know, never whatever. heard of them. basically you know understand like you know i played against all these guys and then um that's when uh from there i was able to get a scholarship to go to um garden web university oh yeah in north carolina Carolina, in bowling springs so i went there did two years there and then um in between my time period at garden web university i went to go play with charlotte eagles the PDL. The PDL team in 2017. That's when we won a national championship. The team with Joao Costa was on. Joao Costa, that was my teammate. Yep. We were together there. Um, we won a national championship, and then I came back to them. Did I you play with them the year after? Mm-mm. Just one year? Just one year. Because we played, we played them in the Open Cup the next year. I heard. It was not great. We lost. <laughs> but, yeah, so I did that. And then um, after that, I um, after that, I went to go on trial with uh, a USL championship side. Um, it did not go as planned. You know, and then I came back to Atlanta, Atlanta Silverbacks at the time. So I stayed with Atlanta Silverbacks with my boy Ryan. <laughs> All right, shout out, shout out. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's, where, that's, where, <laughs> that's where I met him. So that's the 2018 summer season. Yeah. Yes. 2018 summer season, I was there with Atlanta Silverbacks. And then all the way till 2019, when they decided to go to NISA, you know, things didn't work out. But from there... Oh, I played against you guys, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I played against you guys in that final. And yeah, then, uh, the, one, the one we lost. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are giving me a great... You guys made me so uncomfortable that day. <laughs> <laughs> you should have been. You're playing for the wrong team, man. <laughs> At least we get you got it right later. At least I got it right later, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was such a hard loss, man. <laughs> yeah. Just want to say, Phil was not off his line on that second penalty. There's I a think, picture of him with one foot on the line. It was against me that he had he had a redo. I took the first penalty. He came off his line and saved it. The the referee called it back, yeah. and then I took it again. 
So that first one, he was off his line, and 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 you know, used to score the, he scored yeah, the penalty. Score the they one. they call back the second one too. Yeah. And there's a picture. He's not off his line on the second one. That was against he's, the he's got, Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. He had I his remember. foot. He had his back foot on the. I mean, on the line. Yeah. It's one foot on the line. Like. Yeah. But that referee was just. He was a, what it was. He had a rough. Day. He saved three penalties. Aaron missed one in the game. Yeah. Aaron, Aaron he saved it. He saved, he saved that. He one. saved it. Yeah. yeah. Aaron, yep. Wa- Aaron. That's Aaron Walker. For if you're if you're listening, he's playing at Greenville now. Yeah. yeah. They were so, just in the uh, the final last year, right? Mm-hmm. Or yeah. Was that two years ago? No, they're in. They, Greenville was in the final yeah. against North Texas last mm-hmm. year. Yeah. Yeah. That was you no. Know, that was a really good Silverbacks team, and that was a really really fun game. Very that, fun. I hate. I mean, that sucked to lose, but that was a really good game. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so uh, that's how it happened. I went there, and then I did Nisa, uh, and then from there, um, I went to Stumptown, Stumptown Athletic. How was that? It was a very fun experience. Because we played, were, did you play in the friendlies against us? I did not, because I think I got there you were, a bit later. Were you still at Atlanta yeah. for the fall? I think so. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Yep. So I you went, went to Stumptown in the spring yep. of this year. Yep. So I signed with Stumptown in the spring of this year, and then obviously the COVID hit, and then um, Coach K. Coach Kareem at um, NGSA, he's the one uh, that called Coach Fuller about me mm. because uh, they have like a partnership now with uh, NGSA and Chattanooga FC. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he threw my name in there, and then Coach Fuller called me to come in, and then that's how I ended up in Chattanooga. How long were you? How long was the tryout? Like, I, mean, I assume you came in in just two days. He was. A, he he just came in basically like just into our practice like fully yeah. into our practice in. and just proved himself right away right when he came in it was clear yeah. it, was, it was very clear that he should be a part of our team now you knew ryan you knew coming in and we'll get to your story too you knew right. you knew uh colo coming in so you were like he's gonna make the team like is that how you were feeling or were you like where's he gonna play like what were you thinking no no i did i immediately when he came in i did you know until he showed up yeah, did you know he was coming? No, no I didn't know he was coming. And, right, so first day of practice, you look at each other like, "Hey!" No, yeah, he, he was sitting in an area like right in the front. Yeah, right where I sit. In, I was sitting there. Yeah, and I walked right by him, and I was like, "Wait, whoa! Like, hey, what's up, man? Like, good to see you, bro. I haven't seen you in so long. That's so awesome. Yeah, <laughs> surprise. He's like surprise. He was like shocked to see me too. And then he's like, "I hope you don't want to play right back." <laughs> <laughs> I know my limit. You know me. I stay in the middle like this. If it's not center defensive mid, I'll play. Center center back that's it i stayed those two. and you were you were playing center back for um for atlanta right yeah and stumptown yeah yeah i was in center back but you were but you for charlotte you were a midfielder correct for charlotte eagles charlotte eagles i was a midfielder so yeah. you're you're just like you said you're just in the middle yep, of the park in the middle of the park no no playing striker for you or, or winger i mean if if, if coach fielder i hope he's listening to this you know if he needs you up top you know for me <laughs> he got himself coach. a striker you know <laughs> i'll give it a shot <laughs> beautiful beautiful all right ryan your turn man let us give uh, us the rundown all right so some of my earliest soccer memories probably um in Germ- germany when i lived there when i was a kid i uh you a military kid uh my mom was born in germany but uh no, I wasn't a military kid. Okay. My dad, he actually worked for uh, Wrigley's, the gum company. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was stationed in Munich. Just, oh, okay. He was working there for a while. For We lived there for four years when I was a kid. Whoa. Wow. So this is when I was like six, six, seven, eight, nine, around, yeah, that age. Anyway, my we, like on the weekends and stuff, and I mean, during the week, my parents would go to beer gardens and stuff just to meet people and hang out with their friends and stuff. And uh, there was this huge, these huge fields with yeah. like trees set up perfectly like goals and we would play like kids would just run around and be playing and my parents so, didn't know where i was for a while like, <laughs> i'd just be out there for like two hours and then it's like 
and whenever they wanted to come find me, they'd just come to the soccer field and they'd see. find you. Yeah, yeah. So all the all the probably all the kids of of the parents who were out drinking and like hanging out. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're like, no. uh, I would want something to do. There's a ball. <laughs> right. But it's just like a good congregation of kids, like all playing together, just literally just having fun out there. And that was some like I really got into soccer when I was playing over there. How's your German? Uh, not very good anymore. I did. I went to an interna- uh, German international school, so I did learn a lot of German when I was there. So the kids that spoke German, they would go to English class and I would go to German class. Ah. So I definitely did learn a little bit of German. I'm extremely rushed, rusty now, but I mean... It's one of those things I think that will come back, though, if you end up... Like, if you went to Germany for six months, you'd pick it back up a lot easier than... Uh, yeah, I yeah. believe so, too. <laughs> I like to think so, yeah. <laughs> so then, then where'd you go? You guys moved back to the States? Yeah, so we eventually came back to the States, moved to uh, Naperville, like a little bit outside of Chicago area, and... Um, I've heard, at least from Ian, uh, that it's completely different than what it was now. But anyway, I played for this um, this club called Team Chicago. I don't think they're the same now. I think it's now called Eclipse, the club. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, I had a Brazilian coach there. He was a really good guy. Had a like he was always screaming, but he was a good guy, (laughs) really good guy, great coach. And um, another another thing that I always remember is so cold there, and in the winters there would be this winter league that every every team of the club would play in and so during the winter everyone's traveling and going on vacation or yeah. whatever with their family so play, teams need players and like sometimes my my team at the time I was like what like 11 or 12 years old mm. so we were one of the youngest teams and like they would schedule us to play against like the U whatever like the girl like the highest age group of girls like the U18 girls team or whatever but like just mixing it up. But anyway, my parents would drop me off there at like five o'clock in the afternoon and they'd go on a date on like Friday night and leave me there for like five hours. And I'd I'd go up to every single coach of every single team and be like, Hey, do you guys need players? Blah, blah, blah. And every single time I'd always get in a game and play for like five hours that night. So you play, you'd play your scheduled game and then you just go find whoever needed the player. Yeah. I just stay there for the whole night. Just asking the next coach, like, Hey, you guys need players. And they, every single time they always wanted someone to come in that makes sense while you're able to run up and down a right wing <laughs> so much running that, that explains everything because from a young age he's always running up and down since everywhere also every time he uh, every time he plays it's for five hours man, never for, he doesn't uh, stop this guy just going go i'm like yo my man you're gonna slow down anytime soon man <laughs> yeah. so then did you start playing like travel ball or anything or yeah that that was my first like travel club at least like when i came back from germany like into the states that was my first first club right there um yeah, then we only lived there for about two two years, and then we moved to Georgia, and I uh, I actually played for Atlanta Fire. That was my first club. I had this one crazy coach. His name was Poncho. <laughs> Anyone from <laughs> That's Atlanta? a great name for a coach, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah, this Chilean dude. He was crazy. He used to, like, make us put our teammates on each other's backs and, like, run up a hill for, like, <laughs> fitness and stuff. This guy was crazy. Anyway, and another reason he keeps being another able to run reason. up. Yeah. <laughs> another reason. Yeah, but uh, I only was with him for one year, and then our whole team ended up going to a, a club called Norcross, and um, eventually that turned into Georgia United, which is now Atlanta United. But at the time, this guy, this guy that was my coach, his name's Tony Annan, He's actually the academy director for Atlanta United. I was gonna say, I think I know that name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's uh he's big time. He's definitely developed Atlanta United a lot, and he's been, I'm sure he's been a big part of their success over the years. But um, anyway, he was my coach uh, for a lot for a while up until I pretty much went to college. But uh, so where'd you go to college? 
uh, I went to Virginia Tech right out of right after I played for Georgia United. I I played there. My the only year I didn't go was my senior year. I was playing in high school, but that was after I had already gotten a college scholarship. Nice. Yeah. So you played D one. Uh, you said Virginia Tech. Yes, sir. How was that? Uh, it was a it was a good it was a good experience. I had a, I really am thankful for the opportunity. It was definitely. Like a really big school. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's AC, huge school. ACC, ACC, right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's honestly yeah. why I picked that school in the first place. I got, I actually got a couple other college letters, like UNC Charlotte, Xavier University. They, this is go out Xavier. Yeah, go <laughs> Xavier. Honestly, I'll never forget this. Like, I know I didn't end up choosing that school, but they per, they hand wrote me a letter, like saying that they wanted me to come on a visit and all this stuff, and I I was like, wow, this is extremely personable like I've, i'll never forget that now matthew did you get a handwritten letter when you for track and field when you went to xavier i did uh no no <laughs> it, it didn't it didn't work quite like that so how long were you at virginia tech oh i was just there for two years and okay then i uh, i took a semester off i moved back to atlanta i really didn't know what i wanted to do with my life and i was thinking about not playing soccer even like it was it was crazy i just didn't know what was going sure. on anyway i i end up talking to uh guy john aiken really need to give a huge thanks to this guy i'll be thankful for the rest of my life to this man but anyway john aiken coach at oglethorpe university um started talking to him again he was just encouraging me to like come back into school and get playing again just because he had seen me play over the years Mm. and he just didn't i guess he just didn't want to see me give it up anyway convinced me to come to oglethorpe end up going there that's where i met topher yeah We, we played together for a year 2017 um won the first uh first time they won the conference regular season and conference tournament championship were, were you two of the wingers uh he actually played center attacking mid and oh. i was i was a winger yeah i was a winger there. i would have figured you were, he was the left winger and you were the right winger but all right <laughs> toe for the midfielder yeah when, no. we get, when we get him in here i'm gonna have to ask him why uh why he's a winger now anyway keep going <laughs> no uh so yeah we played there together we were both all americans that year um went to ncaa tournament had a good run and then uh I played for Silverbacks. That's where I met Coloco <laughs> 2018 summer. Yeah. Uh, that was a great, great summer. We don't, we don't have to revisit that yeah. Yeah, yeah. game again. <laughs> we don't have to revisit any of that we summer. We talk about that again. <laughs> yeah. No, that, but that was like, that was really good for my, at least for me from a personal perspective, like soccer development, at least mm. I learned from a couple of good, play, like a lot of good players that yep. played around me. And, um, and you were playing right back? Yeah, I play right back for that team as well. So yeah. was that a was that a hard transition for you? Was that your first time playing right back? Um, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Basically, the funny story is that that coach Tony, he he always told like when I would talk to him when I was younger, I'd ask him if like he ever saw me like being able to be a professional player, and he told me that he would see, he saw me in that position. Like yeah. at a high level and i was like he oh. said you can play professionally but not as a winger you're gonna be a right back type yeah. of thing not i don't know if he was saying it like that i don't know exactly because i was young but i that's just what he told me and i like i thought of that because he i think he was insinuating that i could get up and down the field like attacking and crossing mm. going at guys on like the overlap and stuff like that but i'm not fully sure <laughs> what he was trying <laughs> I mean, to say you, you are definitely uh uh, I mean, you're you're an athlete, man. Like you, when you get once you start running, like we'll get to some questions about who's the fastest on the team. But once you get running, man, you you can fly. And I'm <laughs> I'm assuming that I mean I'm not a soccer coach, but I'm assuming he saw that and was like, yeah, you could see that bombing up the the right side. Yeah, but I got to credit my both my parents for that. They're uh, both track stars in college. And nice. Ah, <laughs> uh, so there's where it comes from. Yeah, Shout out track and sure. field. Now, did you do any any track? 
Uh, I did when I was a little bit younger. I was always in. I play. I I ran track, swimming, football, and soccer. Yeah, what was soccer. your position in football? Uh, running back. I, I was going <laughs> to say the same thing too. Uh, it has to be. I was going to guess that too. That or, or maybe corner. Or maybe I could see him playing corner. Yeah. I liked playing running back, but the thing is, I wouldn't even run to try to hit dudes. Like I wouldn't want to take the hit. I would just try to run so fast around them <laughs> like to get to the end zone. It wasn't even, it wasn't even proper. Like I was too, I was just trying to get away from the guy. Like it wasn't <laughs> no, no truck sticking. Right. Exactly. No, no head stick for me. No, no. <laughs> so then after the, after the silverbacks in 2018, did you play with them again in 2019 or what were you doing? Um, no. So I, I went back, I was going to go back to Oglethorpe in the fall and I ended up breaking my ankle, seizing and seizing season ending injury uh, for that 2018 season. Me and Topher would have played together. That was his senior year, my senior year too. Yeah. So I ended up doing a bunch of rehab and stuff, um, just like trying to get myself back healthy and stuff like that. A whole another year later, I'm fall 2019 at Oglethorpe. I uh, I ended up playing there too, and we went to the NCAA tournament and had a good season it was fun uh, missed that team for sure but then uh okay so then rolling into the next year yeah. january 2020 i went to um birmingham legion the yeah. usl team yeah and uh had a good good preseason there but they they said they were gonna end up signing someone else and where were they were they playing you at right back as well uh yeah i played a little bit of right back and winger there too a little bit of both sorry and i'm always interested in where where players because I, I always find that I shouldn't say always find. I often find that like the position that a player gets signed at, which we're talking about for you too, yeah. but like you play winger in college and you end up at right back or, or wherever like Gabby Torres last year, who I don't think, I think you guys both played against our left back last year. He was a 10. He played the 10, the winger and the six. And then he ended up a left back for us. So <laughs> signed as a left back for us. I mean, they knew where he was going to play, right. but anyway, keep going. Okay. So, so sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was gonna say I, I interrupted you. There, I, so. I did have a question. Did you know Chandler Hoffman? Yeah, shout yeah, out yeah. Chandler. That's one of my boys. Yeah, yeah, he's a nice dude. He was he was nice to me when I when I was there for the for about a month. Yeah, he's an experienced guy. I, I believe he won the MLS Cup with LA, but I can't remember. Yeah, he's yeah. super he's a super I, cool dude. So I know he played in LA. He UCLA, right? Yeah, you UCLA. Yeah. So you were there for a whole month. Yeah, it was just for their preseason, basically yeah. their whole preseason. Uh, they graciously invited me in. Um, I actually knew a player who played on the team the year before. He doesn't um, play soccer anymore. Daniel Johnson. I don't know if you know him, but um, yeah, really, really good player. Like one of the best players Baller. to ever come out of Georgia. Mm. Really was in West Ham's academy when he was a, when he was a boy. Um, but yeah, good dude. Baller. Good soccer player. Amazing yeah. soccer player. Gosh, love <laughs> good center mid for sure. Anyway. Um, so you, d- you didn't make the team, I take it, out, yeah. of, out of preseason. So then what happened? Yeah. So then I, I had already been to the trials with Chattanooga when you guys mm-hmm. graciously brought us all that food. At yeah, the, I remember. The yeah, I remember. I remember. Yeah, that was so, to bring that up. No, that was so nice. I was, it was crazy. Like there was fans like around the fence of our of our trial. I was like, this is awesome. This is awesome. Yeah, and then we we made pancakes. Yeah. Wait, no. wait. Where's my pancakes? <laughs> you, I mean, you, you know, didn't. You, you signed didn't up. You signed for the <laughs> no. You signed for the wrong team first. Yeah. Is what happened. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you ended up at the right place. So no, no love lost. But. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm sure you can get some if you ask the right people. Yeah, yeah. we can, we can, we can find some. Uh, and listen, next year, the you know the experienced players a lot of times come in and watch you know watch players play. We always we give everybody pancakes. Hey, mm. there's the ice cream man again. <laughs> right it's, on it's time. Two, it's two podcasts in a row. It's two podcasts in a row. I, uh, One I, day we're gonna stop. I couldn't hold One on. One day. <laughs> 
I don't think you can hear it. I couldn't hear it on the last podcast. I've been hearing it, but I don't know. I don't know. Who cares? I'd love. I'd love some ice cream. One day we'll stop. So anyway, you were at invitational tryouts, and then. <laughs> but yeah, so I went to Birmingham. Then um, it didn't work out for me. So then I immediately called Coach Fuller, and I was like, "Hey, is there s- still an opportunity for me?" I came in, and he didn't just take me right away. Like he he still made me come in, and I was on trial for the week or whatever with the players and stuff. I mean. Right after the first week, though, he he was like, "All right, yeah, we're gonna sign you and stuff." And then I signed my first contract, and I've how'd that feel? Yeah, it was great. It was great. Um, I really like Coach Fuller, and I'm I'm really happy that I signed for this club. Yeah, well, we're happy to have you guys, yeah. both of you. We're very happy. Two to be two here. first year players, which is fun. We've we've uh, it's actually been a minute. Uh, I think since we've had two f- since I've been on a two first year player podcast. Uh, we've the last couple ones I think have been more me and Smitty. Yeah, yeah, yeah you guys for sure. Okay. So now that we've got you up to here, um, I'll throw to Matt for some uh, teammate-related questions. We already know that Marcano is is quite is quite the fast individual. Colo, is he the fastest player on the team? Be, be honest, because oh. we want the, we want the truth. Now, just not Trust just because he's sitting I'm here. I'm probably the most transparent person you would meet. I'm not going to lie on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I would tell you exactly the truth. Let me. I have to think about it though, because it's him. Who else is fast in the team? Uh, a a popular choice has been KJ. 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 Yeah. A lot of people have been saying KJ. Oh, no. If you put that ball, hey, I'm, straight hey. say go run. I would probably say Ryan because I've seen him make a couple of... Hey, well, I've offered, I've offered a race at practice. I've offered it. I would say no Ryan. One, no one wants it. Dude, so. let us know. We'll sponsor it. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll set <laughs> that up. Yeah, I've for offered. sure. Shoot, I'll make pancakes if we can host a race. <laughs> I got you. I'm going to host it. <laughs> all right. I'm going right. to get it set up. Yeah. I'm actually, I'm going to make you with that radio DJ voice. I'm going to make you the MC. <laughs> I got you. I got you. No, but I will say Ryan, though, all seriousness. All right. Ryan, if you can't say yourself, who's the uh, second fastest player on the team? If if it's not you, uh, but you think it's you, don't you? Yeah, I do. But I mean, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta give it a <laughs> love that. I think I gotta give it a KJ. Yeah. Have you ever run with Soren? So. Or has he been Soren injured for is, too long? He's, he's, he's really fast for a center back for sure. Once he, once he gets hit, he's not fast for three steps, but once he gets at full speed, shout out the ostrich. <laughs> the ostrich. Uh, that's a wheezy call. That's a wheezy call. Uh, yeah. I love telling people. You can't, you, you can't unsee it. You can't unsee it. I got you, Soren. I'm going to ostrich from now on. Shout out to, uh, to a bad man, man. We love Soren. Yeah, I can't wait to have you back on the field. Yeah, man. Facts, yeah. Man. for real. Love that guy. Uh, so, do either of you guys play FIFA? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Both of you? Yeah. yeah. He's, he's better than me. He's okay. Are you the best player on the team? I am the best player on the team. <laughs> I, love that. I love that. Mark Hanna, is he the best player on the team? Hey, he, uh, there's there's three guys at the top. Oh, come on, there's three man. guys at the top right here. <laughs> All right, who? Here's my top three. KJ. Ay, ay, ay. This is in no order. Okay. KJ, Nick, Coloco. That's my top. Oh, yeah, old Spunky can play some FIFA. Yeah, for sure. He's, he's good. Right. He's got some. He's, okay. he's got some skills. All right, he's so awesome. what I want to what I want to see sometime in the future is. A, a little FIFA tournament, mm. maybe, uh, maybe stream it. Like you know, Look. you guys get on, on a road trip in the bubble or something like in that. In the bubble, we're gonna do it in the bubble. And I'm it, gonna put it, you should put it on Twitch. And if you can't get it on Twitch, just put it on Instagram Live or whatever. Yeah, we're gonna do that definitely. I'm gonna talk to the guys. We're gonna have like a little live stream. But I need I need Ryan, you know, talking shit like you know <laughs> with the camera moving around or, or something. I got you. Actually, I'll be the camera. Or or you might need Wheezy talking shit. I feel like he. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we do a combo. One liners for days. Yeah, either one of those two. No, we're definitely gonna set up. All right, all right, cool. So, who who has the best hair on the team, in your opinion? 
<laughs> that's we, we come with the hard questions. The hard the best questions. Hair? Best and hair. you can't say yourself. Okay. No one can say themselves. Rich. <laughs> hey, 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 short and simple. Short and simple. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, I don't know, man. No one's got like crazy hair. I mean, Juan's is all right. He's got nice hair. Juan's also cut his hair. He's got yeah. yeah he's kept it short. You guys, you guys played against him last year. Like there was a time when he had the the locks. Yeah, yeah long yeah. Even at the beginning of this year, it was it was pretty yeah, long. True. Yeah. Yeah, no, today we, uh, Matt and I came and did some media stuff and watched you guys train. And it, literally, Matt at one point was like, Who's that guy? And then we slowly figured out as he went his way <laughs> yeah. back over that it was Cause, Juan. Because like, he, oh, he was on the he was on the far side of the yeah, field. And so like, my eyesight's not that great. Mm-hmm. And so he got a, like, about to midfield and I was like, Oh. He cut his hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's Juan. No, so we, I went and took a lesson with him last week trying to learn how to play some soccer. And he uh, he had a hat on, and I wasn't sure it was him till I got up, you know, close. Like <laughs> obviously, like just, I'm used to him having longer hair, like, and I couldn't see his hair, and I was like, is that is that the same guy? But then he was wearing a Spain jersey, so I figured it was. <laughs> oh, him. Uh, another one, Wilfred. He's got pretty good hair too. Oh, oh yeah. you know what? Does, Wilfred uh, comes Wilfred. in like that for sure. Yeah, yeah. He does best hair. Good. I'll give it to him, Wilfred. Yeah. Okay. Wilfred. Here we go. I'll start a rich after rich. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I love Rich. You know, so I, you know, you're my big, you're my big bro, man. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, uh, who's the best trash talker on the team? Ooh, like in game or just off? Just or, or, or if they're different, if they're different, yeah, give, I, a, give different. You can give two answers. Yeah, there can be subcategories to this question. We love this question. Cam with the nice rice. Yeah, yeah. he can talk yeah. shit. Oh my he can gosh. talk so much shit. And I, but he's laughing while he's doing it. And sometimes, <laughs> and the, thing, the thing is, like, he doesn't force it. Like, it's just like effortless. Yeah. And it's those little punch ones that, like, sometimes it just irks my head. And I'm like, okay, you know, let me calm down. This is Cam. He's just trying to get in my He's head. just trying to get you off your game. Yeah. Like, like during bit. practice, he will? Oh, during, straight up during practice. If you see that you hit a shot and it goes wild, oh, man, don't look at him. Like, it could have it nicked the post. Like, it's close, and he's still just, he's going to go. He's all over Hey, you. if you want a little, little tip from the podcast, guys, um, and we have a little note in here because we've had a story from him in the past. Next time, call him Poop Shoes. Uh. <laughs> You'll get under his skin because that's one of his jokes. And don't tell him we told you that. Just be like, yeah, okay, poop shoes, cool, cool, cool boots. Yes. Or, or if he comes in in some different shoes that you don't like, hey, hey, poop shoes. Yeah, just call him poop shoes. You'll get to him. <laughs> he, uh, that's what he, he and some of the boys used to call uh, anyone that didn't have good shoes. I gotta hear that story. Good cleats. <laughs> he's, uh, yeah, he's, he's uh, actually, I think Cam's the, the player who's appeared most on the podcast. Has he appeared three times or just twice? You know, it's a good question. I believe twice. Which I think, which makes, I still think makes him the most, uh, the, the player that's appeared the most. Tied with Rich. Another good Yeah, tied with Rich, yeah. Another good shit talker is Brian. Yeah? He's pretty good too, I feel like. I really. could see that. Nick, Nick's good too. Mm, We've yeah. heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah someone else said Nick. Yeah, He's Nick. always talking Clay. shit. <laughs> Clay. Clay Adams. Yeah. yeah. Clay. Hey, Clay doesn't get hit. Clay doesn't get at you until you get at him. That's when he's he'll fire. Yeah, he's back like a silent quick. killer. Yeah. If you right. try to get on him, that. he's gonna just he doesn't get right back. Little, little Slim Shady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's gonna <laughs> 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 hey, Slim Shady. Hey, I say that with all love in my heart, man. I love I love our little Slim Shady. Oh, that's fantastic. Okay, so uh, on the trash talk line, what's the weirdest thing an opposing player has ever said to you? Uh, I've had some borderline stuff like where I want to, Ooh, 
I've had ones my, you can repeat on the podcast. I, I mean, you can say whatever you want. Yeah. I mean, he, it wasn't what he said. It's just what the actions too. It was like he grabbed my balls literally full, full handful wow. and was like, you like that? I was like, what the <laughs> hell? Like, I was creeped out. I literally was creeped out. Like I didn't know what to do. I needed a sub. Like, so, he, so he got in your head. He, yeah, he, he honestly got in my head in that moment. I was like, whoa. I mean, I think that would get in most people's head for sure. Yeah, I was, it was, I mean, I'd have been swinging, bro. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. Yeah. But you're trying to keep it cool and not get kicked right. out. Right, it was in the box and like in, on a corner and stuff oh, and I was just, yeah. I was just so weirded out. I didn't, I didn't know how to react. It's crazy, man. Honestly, I don't think I, I... I cannot remember off the top of my head, honestly. No, I don't have one. Yeah, no worries. We, uh, we've had some... We've had some... A lot of people can't remember, but then there's always you know some people that have some crazy ones. So if you guys are anything like Matt, you would drink 65 cups of coffee a day. No, he doesn't actually drink that many, oh, but he man. does drink a lot. Today, we were sitting in the sun today, and we <laughs> talked about this last podcast. I mean, I'm literally like roasting on my left side. I mean, there's something wrong with him. We he's all drinking. This. He's drinking coffee. In a, in a thermos. Hot coffee. What? Hot coffee, too? Black. Oh. No <laughs> no cream, no sugar. And don't get me wrong, you don't have to put cream and sugar in your coffee. No, but like when it's that to. hot, like, <laughs> I don't know. How. You need something. And also, he thinks that iced coffee is the devil. I honestly am with you on that. I don't drink iced coffee. So how, how coffee do, how do you guys? And it should be black. Yeah, so how, Ryan, how do you drink your coffee? I, I'm usually just a one cup a day, and I'm before practice, one cup a day, and I, I put honey in mine. Okay. I'm with honey. All right. I'm just just no, cre- no cream, just honey? Yeah. No, a li- li- like the little most minute amount of sweetener with a lot of honey. Lots of honey. Though. All right. I'm like talking, a little sugar? Like squeezing the whole bottle for five seconds. <laughs> around. So how, much, how many bottles of honey do you run per week? I don't know. I get the big one, though. The oh. big bottle. Okay. <laughs> Hit up Costco. <laughs> For sure. What about you? Honestly, I don't. I'm not a big coffee drinker. Same. Are you a caf? Do you drink caffeine? I mean, do, I mean, do you consume caffeine in the morning or anything? No, I drink tea. Caffeinated tea? No. No caffeine. No caffeine. Just you just tea. you just wake up happy. Yeah. <laughs> he goes. He goes. Yeah. I can't. I you know just because of my um. I guess it just comes from my whole journey because like, you know, I just feel I'm just in a different like I I just feel very blessed to just be able to see the tomorrow. So I have like a different type of high whenever I wake up. Like I love waking up in the morning. Mad respect, man. Dude, Compared there's to, there's yeah. your there's your wholesome content for the yeah. episode. Yeah. <laughs> we also, always have one moment. Also, I feel like I'm doing life wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for this next question, this is definitely the most important question on the podcast, and I hope you guys both side with Breezy and I. But does, we won't tell you which one that is. Does pineapple belong on pizza? Yes. You're kidding, right? <laughs> <laughs> good man, Cole. Good, yeah, yeah, good yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, I would say definitely yes. It's Bro. so good. Like, yes, it gives like a different taste. Like whenever you bite it, especially Keep pineapple going. and Keep pizza. Going. Keep but going. Come on, man. So pineapple, just just pineapple though. No, or, I have to have pineapple and chicken okay, to give okay. it that no, you know, like a salt and sweet texture in my mouth. You know, whenever I bite it. I love I, I, pineapple and whatever. I'm in. <laughs> I've heard of pineapple and ham, but I don't know. I just, it's designed to do the same thing. Yeah. Listen, Matt. Matt thinks we're all you know probably going to hell if we put pineapple on our pizza. So hell, I'll send you to Gitmo for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I always say this, and I really do need to tally that up. Um, so if you guys can't, you know, you're uh, you're training, but you can't run on on the pitch, and you have to run. Are you going to run on the road? or Are you going to run on a treadmill? Neither. 
But if, but if, but if, I, but if we Call put a gun running. to your head and made you we're, choose, we're just not doing fitness or something. Go out. I'll probably just run on the um, probably the the road because treadmill. I just feel like I'm stuck in the box when I'm running the treadmill. I yeah, like, I feel that. I feel that. So I run on the road. I'm on the same wave. No, but, uh, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say, is the beach an option? Ooh, I mean, oh, yeah, if you're super, if hardcore. the beach is an option, I'll run on the beach. That's also so hard on your calves. Yeah, that's a good that's calf a workout. Yeah. <laughs> but now the real the real question is, how long are we running? Yeah, that's another Because that's the real question. <laughs> so how did, during quarantine, you guys had fitness. Uh, you, I'm sure you had fitness goals to hit, right? Mm-hmm. What Was some of that running? And wh- where did you run? <laughs> I can see Colo didn't run by looking at Colo's face. Well, he didn't, he didn't get the packet yet. He didn't get the packet Yeah, he yet. wasn't with us until. Oh, that's right. Okay. So, so yeah. what did you do, Ryan? Uh, I was actually down in Fort Lauderdale for most of my time. And I was running on the beach. Well, okay. the beach was closed. I was running by the beach. So I guess like on the road. But but kind of on this sand-ish. Like trying to, if you could get on the sand, you get on the sand. I was close enough to where it was, I was I was happy about it. Okay. But yeah, no, I mean, I can't, one one or two days I walked walked on the sand just to touch the water. But the beach was closed for the most part. Yeah. All right. For me doing that time period since I, again, Before I'm sorry. You got to, here. I'm sorry to say this. As a professional athlete, I hate jogging like i'm not gonna lie to you guys i mean you got to run for a living so the i get way, it yeah for me it's like come on you're jogging and then yeah nah it's too much work. so what do you do what do you do? if you have to do fitness work? i biked okay oh, a that's stationary that's an bike or, uh, no like an actual road bike okay. with my helmet and everything he's got like, a nice really. bike he's full nice out biking nice. wait you better wear a helmet listen yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we, we need you we need you i don't you. play with that yeah. i have my helmet <laughs> i you know in the beginning when i got the bike and i had to buy a helmet i was looking at the prices like what and then I was like, yo, hey, Coloco, this is for your health, my man. You better, <laughs> you better buy the most expensive one as possible so you don't get any head injuries. But I biked a lot, like a lot of biking. Yeah, I That's what it, helped me with my fitness. I think back to what he said, too. Also, it kind of depends how far you're going. Mm. Like if I'm if I'm doing a, like a quick mile, I mean, if I'm doing a mile, I'm probably running pretty fast. But if I'm just doing a mile, I might, I might go on the treadmill. But anything over like over two i'm i want to run outside for sure so ryan's like yeah a quick mile two minutes right. <laughs> <laughs> he's like literally the flash so uh i guess tangentially related to that which i never i don't think i've asked this before when you guys come into preseason and you know obviously you're supposed to come in shape you know when you're preparing whether it's in preseason or before preseason how do you like how do you get in whatever physical shape you want to get into cuz i know they're going to make you run but like what do you start running on your own do you bike i mean i know you said you biked this year but i'm curious is that what you always do me um you know again in atlanta we have a lot of um big latino community and a lot of um huh oh yeah and uh like you know a lot of uh like a lot of colors you know and i would play a lot of games like a lot of pickup games mm. with people who grew up with us and also like we have a gym over there that's called a plus and that gym has always been there for me since it opened for me to have access to it. Oh, cool. And to have a field inside with, like, you know, training for, uh, equipment and a cryo machine and everything. So I was, I would, I would, this is literally my schedule. I would wake up, go bike. I bike there. I do my workout. I bike back home. And then from there, I would go play pickup. And whenever I do go play pickup, you know, obviously, like, in your head, you're like, okay, I'm not here just to play pickup. I'm going to be the one running the most out here. I may not press every ball, but I will just run across the field if I have to just just to run. 
and that's so you, how I was getting my fitness up. So you but, get, but at least you were playing something. Exactly. Yeah. Me, I have to, for me to get my fitness in, like I have to play with the ball, and it also helps because like outside of the field, I don't drink and I don't smoke. You know, so I'm not too big into the nightlife. So I try to keep my body as healthy as possible without having to, you know. So whenever whenever preseason comes around, it's a bit easier on my side to get right into it because I do those extra stuff outside the field. Yeah. What about you, Ryan? Um, yeah, I don't um, I don't drink that much either. But uh, I mean, if I'm do if I do drink, I'm pr- mostly having just red That's wine, nice, yeah. red wine or like. I mean, tequila, if I'm like, hey, <laughs> trying to get loose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Trying to get loose. Yeah. Well, that escalated quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I really don't like, like, vodka at all. I mean, rum's all right, just in, like, maybe, like, a pina colada or something like that. But, like, I usually stick to just, like, shots of tequila. That's hilarious really. because our next question was, would you rather drink seltzer or beer? Neither. I don't drink any yeah. soda. That's why I figured. That's why I went No soda, no beer. No yeah. soda, no beer. I mean, I'm with you on the no soda part. Yeah, yeah. me too. I don't drink soda. But like, you're not taking beer away from me. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> nope. Nope. Yeah, I know that some people just <laughs> ride or die with beer for sure. I mean, listen, drink what you like. I mean, we, uh, I definitely drink a lot more seltzer now that uh, Coach doesn't drink beer anymore. So if, if I'm around him, he's drinking seltzer and then I end up getting. <laughs> Drinking seltzer, <laughs> which I, which all seltzer is trash, by the way, except for like Mighty Swell. So Mighty Swell, baby. I want to say just one thing about like stay, the question you guys were talking about, like staying in shape. Just one one guy that really like this this guy really helped. I think I can speak both for him us. too. Yeah, yep. both of us. Just this guy, crazy like the most insane, crazy stuff, and he's coming up with this by himself. Yep. And his, uh, Mitch Garcia is his name. Anyway, yep. he's oh, Coach uh, Mitch. Big shout out to him. Yeah, for real, guy all kinds of crazy different workouts but with the ball too some yep. with the ball some without the and ball and this is where where is he was he at the silverbacks yeah yeah he silverbacks coach he like, helped coach us there and then he also he worked at a plus for a while and he we would go in and go train that's with him, how we go train yeah, yeah. Uh, okay yeah nice so crazy like so what what kind of work i mean like, like agility work type of thing i don't, I don't want to get up and like show you guys right now but like, like he's a he's, he's <laughs> a he has a unique way of thinking when it comes to working out for footballers it's very very different like he would focus on the smallest muscles in your leg like muscles you don't even know you muscles have you don't know you have they were sore the next day when you get out of there like, so what, yeah, you can get up and show us like show us like we'll, we'll describe for the uh, listeners okay. also i don't so, care what they what they can't see all right, i want to so, see so wait i don't, I don't know. oh yeah standing up and using the stand second, <laughs> second person to stand up on the box all right so basically picture like a, one of those, um, one of those boxes, mm-hmm. just like a one that you jump box jump. Yeah, the box yeah. jumps. So whatever. Picture, that's behind you right here, right? You're and then a, a Bosu ball, right? Okay. On the ground, so you're standing on one leg, on the one Bosu ball, and your other leg is up behind you. You got a bar on your back, right? Yeah. You got a, you're balancing on this leg on a Bosu ball yeah. with the bar on your back. You're squatting down, going down one, and but like once you got good at that, that was just the first step. Yeah. Then you got into. If you could balance, you gotta get you gotta hit a volley. Pass the ball with the bar is still on your back. Yeah. It's a crazy sorry, for your yes. stabilizers. Yes, hit a right. hit a volley like on just the like, a, like a pass back. He just yeah, he just tosses it to you. You just gotta hit that's it back nuts. to his hands. That's nuts. But still, like so awesome. That that was just that's one I really wow. remember just because I did a lot with my friends and but just all kinds of crazy leg strengthening stuff that like it really like I could tell that I was getting more explosive and just everything like yep. stronger like. My muscles weren't um, getting as sore. Everything like recovery, different recovery things that he would teach us. Hey, that's literally the video of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Literally right there. That's just one of that's, them. That's the stuff that I was doing whenever we worked out with him. 
on a and, daily basis. And then once you could do that well, you would pull that back foot off and kick the ball. Yep. Right. Yeah. That's so Put crazy. The bar on you. That's so crazy. There's other ones where it's like, um, if you're you're hopping over hurdles, but it's like the hurdles get gradually bigger. Bigger. Instead Ooh. of you know how it's big like big one at the free beginning. Right. No. Yeah. Instead of big one at the beginning, it's like okay, two small ones, and then a, like two big ones after. So it's like you're building up to it into a big explosion. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. So I'm that was, more, I'm worn out listening. Yeah. No, yeah. my my legs are hurting. Just I mean, like <laughs> sympathetic pains, and I just saw the you know a video in the description. Yeah, All right. That's insane. Let's uh. Let's transition to to an important question. I think because I'm hoping maybe it'll it'll inform a little bit how how you guys play. Who was your favorite player to watch growing up? You want me to go? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yaya Touré. Yes. Hey. All right. Yaya hey. Touré. Since I was since. How, how do you feel about his brother Colo? <laughs> Colo. <laughs> no, I have a lot of respect for his brother too. But you know, growing up, I always he's. For me, easily hands down the best midfielder. Like he set the way for the modern day midfielders that that has his size, his quality abilities, and all those stuff. To me, that that kind of technical ability and that kind and of that athleticism size and that speed on the ball and that ability to just whip remember, out a pass and just I don't know. He's just amazing. Yeah. Hey, when you when you first came and I and I and I knew that you were of an African descent and then you wore number forty two, I told them I was like I I fucking love that. Because I, lo- I love I love Yaya as well. I have, th- I have three Yaya jerseys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm a, I mean, unfortunately, Jason City fan. So <laughs> was, we were having a conversation about that before. What so I I know that I uh, when I started watching, like really started following the English Premier League, which I don't have a favorite team in the Premier League, but I, when I started following, it was when Yaya had just gotten there, and that was one of the seasons I think he had like 17 goals mm-hmm. from midfield. And he would just, you know, he would drive with the ball. I mean, he would he scored every different kind of goal. But yeah. the most impressive ones to me were where, was where he would drive through and a big guy like that with that kind of close control, drive past a bunch of guys and hit a shot from outside the box and it's curl wild. it around someone. Just YouTube, Yaya Torre versus Crystal Palace. <laughs> He's got like four or five of them uh, simply against them alone. Bangers, man. Bangers. Yes. Bangers what a, only. What a tank that guy was. He was yeah. a tank. Yeah. Literally a tank. And a tank that's fast. A fast tank on the ball. And when Pep Guardiola was like, hey, man, um. Yeah, I don't have any more center backs, so why don't you play center back at <laughs> he Barcelona? He just it. did it, and he was great. Played yep. in the Champions League final. I'm pretty sure as a center back. Yeah, uh, well, that's when um I think actually multiple. Told, I think Samuelito was there too. Samuelito yeah. and Thierry, yeah. all those guys were there. Yeah, and that's then, when they won the Champions League. And then Eto won a Champions League the next year at uh, Inter Milan. Yep. Yeah. That was when I was living in Italy. Outside of Yaya Ray, that's my other player with uh, Samuel Eto. Yeah, Jose Mourinho is the time. coach. Yeah, mm-hmm. big time. <laughs> yeah, big time. You know, back home, the guy's like a god. Yeah, yeah. like oh imagine. man, yeah. he has a statue in every single corner, or oh, his face is somewhere. Is he the most? Do you think he's the most famous guy in Cameroon? He's probably the most influential athlete in Cameroon, hands down. If you want to talk, if you go back home, right, and you have a discussion of of who is better, someone to a drug bug, you can easily get into a fist fight. <laughs> <laughs> They're defending yeah. someone to easily, but even just because of that, like even how he gives back to the people back home is yeah. You know, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing how much he does to the, the country and stuff. So, first Yatoure, and then someone to for me Yatoure just because, same position as him. You know, same, num- same, same number, same number. Is that same is that size. is that why you wear forty two? Yeah, that's exactly why. And do you that's exactly why? And and did did you just follow the teams that he played on, or what was your favorite team? When up? he got to Man City, because when I was a kid, I didn't really watch football like that. It was when he got to Man City that started broadcasting more. Mm-hmm. In America, then I started following him, and that's when I was like, "Yo, 
him. I'm liking him. Yeah. How about you, Ryan? Uh, favorite player, definitely. I mean, I got a number one, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo for sure. Hey, yeah. He's trash. Yeah. No, he's hey, how? <laughs> Listen, he just. Whoa. He, yeah, yeah. Don't don't Whoa. listen to Matthew. Don't let his hot takes. <laughs> we're, break, we're bringing the hot takes out now. <laughs> he's he's just he's just here to cause trouble. <laughs> no, I just I just really like his work work ethic and yeah. everything that he's done. Just been an amazing player, amazing goal scorer over the years. I just really like. That he's he's, he's been de- so a decent consistent. goal scorer. Yeah. I heard a, yeah. I heard a really good uh, thing the other day. But two of my friends, I I'm on this stupid Discord with a bunch of soccer uh, people, and they were two people were arguing. It's a typical argument, which is Messi versus Ronaldo. Have you ever heard the design argument that they like? If you looked at how they were designed, like one would, Messi was designed by an artist, and Cristiano Ronaldo was designed by an engineer because of his work ethic. Have you ever watched the um I think it was a sports science piece on Cristiano Ronaldo. Yep. Yes. The one where the lights go out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, oh my. That was the, that was actually so I already respected him and thought he was amazing, but then after watching that I was like holy yeah. shit. It woke like, me up. Big time. Wh- when they turn level. the light when they turn the light out so right when he's about to hit it it's like okay and then they turn the light out when they were like ju- like kicking uh, it as he was kicking it and he still scored. That's and they, wild. And then they showed him in the sprinters like that with, show. They had, did you ever see it? Yeah, sports science. The guy always stood like this with his hands together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They had the Olympic sprinter, and he was like almost as fast as the Olympic sprinter. Yeah. Like they said, if he had better technique, he would have been as fast. That's or whatever. crazy. Wild stuff. And then, did you have another favorite player? Uh, I mean, a couple guys I like to watch now, at least, are a lot, are at least like looking back on their highlights. I mean, Danny Alves, love watching him. Yeah. Uh, Trying to think, Thierry Henry, love watching him. I'm a Ar- I'm a Arsenal fan actually, so oh, like, yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Listen, we have, we all have faults, Ryan. We still love you. I know it's cool. It's cool. But, uh, gonna, they they did beat Liverpool the other day. Yeah, I that mean, was awesome. uh, I mean, again, I come to that defense on that one. Um, that game, I watched the game twice. He's a Liverpool uh, fan. He's a Liverpool. I don't fan. know about that one, man. It's okay. It's a Community Shield, so <laughs> <laughs> he'll let us have it. <laughs> you can have that. We have a Premier League and the Champions League. I mean, Arsenal are the kings of winning trophies that they don't know, actually matter. They know how to yeah, win FA so Cups, true. FA Cups, Community Shield, all these little trophies. They know how to win it. We'll but give it to them. Ars- to be fair, Arsenal is looking up because they actually hired a decent manager. Mm-hmm. I mean. Arteta is a good manager. We'll see what they what they do because yeah. they still have David Luiz on the team. So <laughs> <laughs> hilarity will happen. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm hopeful over. The, I mean, I don't think they're going to get better overnight by any means. But I mean, I really like Aubameyang. I hope we. Oh, keep he's I amazing. Do, yeah, I hope we do everything to keep him just because I liked him a lot at Dortmund too. And then when yeah. he came to Arsenal, I was so happy. I love. There's few players that I like watching. Play he's, a, he's electric. He's just like Simply every electric. time he gets on the ball, and especially like if we're, if you're on the break, he's there's something really satisfying about watching him get on the break and like just s- sprinting Sprints. out there, and then he finishes at full speed. Like yeah. a lot of guys don't finish at full speed, and he's so clinical too. Or, yeah. or you could, you pretty much know he's going to score if if he's uh, outside the 18 on the left side. And Stop. then after, cool. and then also I, I love that he front flips for his <laughs> celebrations. <laughs> I love it so much. It actually it scares me every single time, and like and like. <laughs> I don't like Listen, Arsenal. Like it would not like be if he got injured. I would not he, mind, and like it makes me nervous. He might be Spider Man. He might be. I've I've loved watching him play since he was he was since he was at Saint Etienne. Like 
that long Humble ago. Humble brag. <laughs> because, like, more just like he doesn't look at me. I watch the French league. He doesn't. He doesn't do. He doesn't do as much of like that. Like get out on the get out on the break. Like explosive, like crazy finishing. Like he like he used to. Mm. Like, he has more finesse he, to his game now. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. yeah. His his game's gotten like, and more well rounded. And, the and he's, they're playing him at a left wing. Like he's not a left winger. He's a striker. He's a number nine. He's not a yeah. classic number nine, but he's a number nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he's able to reinvent himself in one of the most competitive leagues in the world as a left winger. Yeah, it's really impressive. Yeah. It's really impressive. Yeah, he's he's amazing. I I'm really sad he's at Arsenal. <laughs> Big time. Now, what question we did not ask earlier, which is related to a question we asked, do either of you two talk trash on the field? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have practiced too sometimes. I definitely I was talking trash to you the other day. <laughs> oh yeah. We, we definitely were, talked we, trash. We, we, we went back and forth the other day. Yeah. That's good. No, but it's in it's in good. At least to my teammates, it's in good good faith. But I mean, if I'm talking to another team, I mean, sometimes I'm I'm not saying anything like over the top or crossing the line. But I'm definitely like trying to put them down. Like I don't care. You're about not the, grabbing a you're not grabbing a handful of planners and asking the dude. <laughs> <to say. laughs> I mean, I don't I don't give a shit about their feelings. Like literally, I I don't care. You don't, you don't, if, if you get an opportunity to get in their head, you will. Yeah, like if he 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 could be having the worst like worst game of his life. I don't care. I'm still talking shit to you. Like, yeah, I'm still gonna put you down in the dirt. Like I literally am, I want to kick you while you're down. Yeah. If he's my if I'm if he's on the other team, but if it's my teammate in practice, it's totally different. I mean, it's it's joke. I, I say it with a laugh at the end. Sure. You're just you're making fun. You're making fun of old Spunky. You know how slow he is. <laughs> Shout out to him. He was doing sprints after practice today. Yeah, yeah. I just that's constant too. Like he's been he's been running a lot lately. Has he? Yeah. Good yeah, for him. Yeah. And so like yeah, we give him shit on this podcast a little bit, mostly because Cam said his name is Spunky, and I just <laughs> I can't. It just makes me laugh every time. But he also played for us last year for yeah. a game. He was he played against Municipal, and so the cool thing, and he he could tell you the story. To, but my my recollection is he played. We played that game on a Sunday afternoon. It was hotter than, I mean, it was so hot. And he played Saturday night, and then he came in, he drove like that night. So he, played in the, he was playing in the PDL in like North Carolina or something. And he drove down here for a try, basically a tryout, because um, that game was the only starter that started was Juan Hernandez. Everybody else was uh, backups or new trialists. And that was yellow card accumulation. Which yeah, is yeah, the he only, cause he, yeah, because he couldn't play the next game. So Juan played two nights in a row. But basically, Nick played 90 minutes the night before and he was supposed to allegedly what I was told he was supposed to play like 45 minutes because they knew he was coming down on trial but they did him dirty and they played him 90 minutes at you know 7 o'clock the night before he drove all night got in and then played at like 5pm the next day and played oh, wow. 45 minutes Jeez. for us and he actually played quite well didn't end up signing with us we were um, you know half amateur half pro last year you know that weird like in between thing and didn't end up um, for whatever I don't know the exact reason but it was cool that, that's a lot of devotion to that and uh, you know all jokes aside definitely a lot of respect Big i mean time. obviously it paid off too because yeah he, he was called in pretty quick Big um, time. Yeah, to yeah. get i mean I, he didn't you know he started on an amateur deal here and now he's you know yeah, full-time good, full-time good, pro good player for sure really yeah, technical good with both feet too and and guy that's went from midfielder to center back another one yeah <laughs> it's, uh, it's always interesting to see where everybody goes uh, i have a few non-soccer questions and I know you guys right. pro- haven't probably haven't got out a lot so obviously if the answer is you don't have one like you let me know but uh Favorite restaurant in Chattanooga for a date? Go ahead. I got one right now. You do? I think so, yeah. I don't. I didn't have the best experience with the restaurant I went to. Just your favorite place. What's your favorite place you've been to? 1885. Okay. All right. All right. I've heard really good stuff. I like the wings there and the burgers. Pretty, it's, it's on top. 
Yeah, I haven't actually haven't been there yet. I've heard it's fantastic. I oh, just I was there last Friday. Yeah. How was it? It was really good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Right. All right. I think the most like you said for a date. If I'm going, yeah, like, but yeah. you can break can it up. Both. But that, you can break it yeah. up however you want. Just so uh, romantic date, I guess. If like, yeah, romantic with the quotes. Uh, <laughs> Tony's pasta. All right. All right. All right. You have spent some time here. Yeah, that place is pretty good in the arts district. Um. Two other places, I really just the food is phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. Aaliyah, mm, yeah, down on Main Street, mm-hmm. and Bridgman's, Bridgman's Chop House, yeah, on at, MLK, yeah, yeah. The bot, bottom of Reed House Hotel. Oh, I don't know. I've oh oh I've never been oh, in there. I've not is that been, the new? Is that, the, is that new. the new? Yeah, I've never been in there. It's really good. Rachel and I went. We really like it. Do you That's like the place that replaced like Italian food? Right. I, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is super Chattanooga local secret um, that I'm actually going to bleep this out because I don't like telling people about this place, but it's called... Okay. You have to go. Okay. Yep, th- all that's going to be bleeped out for you listeners. I really liked Porter's when in the old when in, in the old Reed House Hotel. Oh, yo, what, wait, one more restaurant. I don't know about all their food, but their uh, Brussels sprouts... At Tupelo Honey, mm-hmm. absolutely next level, a must try in Chattanooga. Tupelo Honey Brussels sprouts. Well, now you got to go get the Brussels sprouts at the feed. Oh, I've been there. They're good too. They're good too. Actually, I've had a, a weird experience. The p- two times I've ordered food from there, they've messed up my order both times. But I've went back and they've given me, they gave me free food the one time, and then the next time they messed it up, they gave me a, a twenty five dollar gift card. Nice. So, yeah, so they, t- they really took care of you. Yeah, they re- they definitely really took care of me for sure. They're they're a great place, and the, that's my, one of my favorite restaurants that does all three meals. Hmm. So like they their brunch is fantastic, their lunch is good, and their dinner is great. And they have a legit bar, so they have beer, they have liquor, they have everything. Like it's you can go there any time of the day. And if you like eighteen eighty five, it's the same owner. Oh yeah. yeah, and they also own a burger place called Tremont Tavern. One of the oldest oh, wow. uh, restaurants yeah. in Chattanooga. Well, not oldest, but one of the classic restaurants in Chattanooga. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah I like I like the burgers at 1885. It was actually very very good. It's probably they probably use Tremont's meat. It's I, it's, I it's the Tremont burger. Yeah. yeah. Now yeah. you have to. We'll all have to go to Tremont sometimes because the smoked Gouda burger. Ooh. 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 My mouth's watering, and I ate wings before this. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did not. I did not eat before this. That's that's a little bit of a problem. Um, so what do you guys do in your free time? I know it's besides play FIFA and work out. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know you've had a lot of you had a lot of free time during quarantine, and we can talk we can touch a little bit on quarantine. But like on a uh, let's say you win on you know you win on Saturday, so you get Monday off. How you or how do you spend in Monday? How are you spend in Sunday? Recovery, man. Is that an active recovery? Or are you just uh, laying on the couch watching Ozark? No, it's an active recovery. Great show, for by sure. the way. Yeah, great. Yeah, I, show. Just, I just finished. It's Love that show. Nice season three. <laughs> no, but definitely I'm. There's always a recovery, like something recovery, whether it's ju- it could be just stretching, um, even like sometimes I like to just go to sports barn and just shoot around a little bit, even if it's just that, but like, or a bike for 20 minutes, something like that. It, shoot around as in like hoops? Yeah, yeah, basketball, yeah. Shooting um, hoops. Yeah, I'm, I'm terrible, by the way. I'm ter- <laughs> literally terrible. Like I'm, I'm pretty athletic, pretty good at, like I can pick up most sports, but like I'm trash at basketball. Do you ever recover at North Spring? Uh yeah 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 North Springs good too yeah. I like that place a lot yeah Juan the, was Juan was talking about it have you done acupuncture Yep I haven't done the acupuncture I heard that have you guys, done have you done it I just left there today How was it It's awesome You did the Dr. acupuncture yeah. Oh yeah Doctor Brett he takes good care of me What did, did you, Juan was showing us like marks on his calf last week like he gets he where they had like done the acupuncture me, like they do the mark like they they mark it out with like a marker, with a and mark, they, yeah I think I have it on my back actually 
I had it on my back this time, but I usually get it on my hip and like my my quad and my hamstring. You feel like it helps? Big time. Oh, it definitely oh, helps. Oh, big time, big time. It definitely big helps. Time. I haven't done it through him, but I've I've gotten it before on my calf. It it works wonders for sure. I mean, yeah. it feels it feels like uh, you get like, like how a, a tattoo. Like you of. get like a you get like a shock that goes through your whole body when the needle goes in. Like it hits like a spot that's tight. Mm. And then once it hits that spot, you just feel like a little whole shock on your whole entire side. It starts numbing a little. Feels it, it literally feels like a tattoo, sort of like it. How I would describe it is, it almost hurts too bad to cry. <laughs> yeah, That's what I'd say. Yeah, yeah, you can't really cry on yeah. that, but it's painful. It's painful for me. It's more painful whenever it hits that spot. But going in, you don't feel it. But once he starts moving it around to hit that that nerve, then you feel it. Mm. And then once you get it out, like right now, my whole back is sore. But and so you do, but you'll feel better tomorrow. Is that why you yeah, do it? Like yeah. It, have you, have you, like a, it leaves you a tiny bit sore some if you're not used to it. But you're not used to it. Yeah. Have like you guys ever? Time? Have you guys ever tried acupressure? Mm -mm. So it's not. It's it's it's, it's along the same side. Acupuncture, acupuncture for wussies. <laughs> yeah, I've never done acupuncture. Acupuncture for me. But I, yes. I have a I have a really bad lower back and a really tense back. So I've been doing acupressure. And I know and I've noticed a lot of athletes doing it as recovery, but it's like a mat that you lay on mm. and it's like a bunch of spikes on a mat and like it it hurts at first, but then after like 15 to 20 minutes, your back goes numb and then you get up and it feels like you had a bunch of balloons in your back that was all popped. Like all the pressure or any kind of like tenseness is completely gone. Oh wow. You can buy you can buy a mat for like 2 bucks. Oh wow. Yeah. They're awesome. Huh? I knew it. I say two bucks, but maybe like fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're uh, if you're not doing active recovery, what are you doing? You watching TV? If I'm not doing active recovery, I like to cook. Nice. Uh, what's your go-to? <laughs> say, say say say. Uh, okay, that, and that's for you. What what if you're having somebody over? You want to impress them? Oh, like my like my, could be a my beautiful woman. Could be a teammate. Could be your beautiful woman. You know, whoever you're trying to impress them. She loves what I make, like um, chicken. I have a special of making my chicken. Tell us about that chicken. Uh, I tell you guys a little bit, you know, but <laughs> you can't no, no, you can't give it a secret. Oh, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to give the whole entire out there, you know. But you know, I I give you the first steps with, you know, like whenever I get the chicken, like I wash my chicken, you know. You get a whole chicken, or do you just no, like but, just drumsticks? Okay, with the bone in. I don't okay, believe yeah. in chicken with no bones, so <laughs> I get my bone in chicken. Like All I right. wash it with lemon, or I mean with lime. To start off with, I wash it with lime. Take my time, you know. I talk to the chicken, you know. I put <laughs> say a nice lot of, things to it. Massage nice it. Yeah, I massage <laughs> it. I put a lot of love in it, you know. Love and is then, the most important ingredient. Yeah, and I let it sit. You know, I let it sit. You know, I let it marinate in the in, in just the, lime in the lime sauce for the beginning. Yeah, and then I cut my veggies, you know, my onions and tomatoes, and then I put some water on the stove in a pot, right? Put the onions in there and the tomatoes, and guess what comes next? I wash my chicken, my drumsticks, right? Take it out. I put it in there. I season it inside. You season it in there. Yeah. And then you stir it. And then you close it. You let it boil. How long, do you, how long do you go? About 15 minutes. 15, 20 minutes max. And then once you do that, the chicken is ready to be fried. Oh. Here's the catch. Here's the catch. Here's the catch. Listen very well, guys. You don't fry it with oil. What are you, you frying fry with? it with butter. Uh, non non salted butter to be specific. Otherwise, if you fry it with the butter who's salty, you will have 
uh, over overcooked, I mean, overspiced chicken is going to be too salty. So you spice it in a butter, you let it, you know, you marinate it, and then once you're doing that, you pour some of the chicken from the, the, the we call it um the bouillon from the chicken. Yeah, yeah. You pour it inside there, you let it, you know, marinate, you turn it around. Put some of that juice in. Yeah. yeah. All right. And God, I'm so hungry now. At the same All right. time, you got your rice <laughs> cooking at the same time, you know. And then you put chicken on top of the rice with the veggies? No, no need to. You make a separate rice. What I usually do, I like to make fried rice. So I would, like, you know, get some eggs in there, you know, my, my veggies, my carrots. Put the rice in there, stir it up. And then, of course, you got to put the soy sauce on top. <laughs> you know? All right. When you finish the that, you put a little bit of parsley on top. To make it look good, you gotta know? get the garnish. If gotta, yeah. gotta get it in there, you know. <laughs> if yeah. the listeners can see Colo's face right now, he's so Man. proud of himself. <laughs> I like to think I know how to cook. I, it know? sounds I think, like you do, actually. Yeah, I think my, my my girl would say that I know how to cook also. So I think I, I think I'm a pretty I'm a, I'm a pretty good cook. All right, honestly. Ryan, how you gonna follow that? Uh my probably my go to honestly is salmon. I love salmon. Love salmon. My, that's what, probably the first thing I ate. My parents are feeding me when I was, when I was a kid. There's why it's so fast. That's why I love the salmon sense. for sure. Uh, sweet potatoes, but like, um, uh, like scalloped, mm-hmm. like thin sliced. Yeah. With uh, either broccoli or green beans, probably that's like my favorite or ideal, like good, like staple, decently meal. healthy. Yeah, yeah. stable. Ah, meal. pretty yeah. healthy. The sweet potatoes. I've just started eating sweet potatoes, man. Bro, they're oh, they're magical. Love, <laughs> love it. Hey, w- what I do with the sweet potatoes is like I do. I put a little avocado oil and just like cook them in the pan for a while but Bro, then avocado oil is the best thing to cook with yeah. yeah that or coconut oil is good really good huh um but it's so good let it like cook it till it's past al dente like till the, when they're almost like soft on the inside mm-hmm. past past al dente yeah. Past that. yeah i don't want them hard at all like i want them pretty soft anyway right when they're almost ready put a little brown sugar all over them literally Cover them in brown Ooh. sugar. Love it. It's wow. so good. Wow. Man, okay. sounds like you, Thanksgiving right. every day. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Y'all need to go to um, a State of Confusion. They do stuffed sweet potatoes. Ooh, I love that place. That's that place so is good. good. Yeah, that place is pretty good. So let's talk a little bit about quarantine. I don't want to spend a ton of time on it. Uh, obviously, Ryan, we we had gave, given you you know workouts, things to do mm-hmm. uh, for those for those 10 weeks or so before we started training again at the, the beginning of June. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and several other players have kind of talked about that. Uh, so I'll, I'll keep it brief for you. What's, what stood out for you about quarantine? Like, did you, did you try to do anything like new or, or like, how'd you get, how'd you get through it? Yeah. So in quarantine, I really, I started, it was actually when I moved to Chattanooga. So it was, I guess during COVID it started, but, um, I got, I don't know why, but I just here, I want, I on signal ma- or, uh, yeah, Signal Mountain. Uh, or no, it's Lookout. Sorry, my bad. Point Park. I wanted to go there up there. There you go. And I was just like, I got to see this view during the sunrise. So I got up one morning, went up there for the sunrise. And this is before I i had like never been hiking. Like I'm not a big hiker. I'm not, I'm not like I've, I haven't gone hiking really ever in my life. Anyway, I did this by myself. No, no flashlights, like no gear, no nothing. Did you go to Sunset Rock or were you at just to Point Park? Uh, No, to Point Park, just to the yeah. top, like the... The yeah. full one where you see the U yeah. the river, everything. Yeah, yeah. It's just anyway, I wanted to see it for sunrise. And I went up there with my uh phone flashlight on the trail. <laughs> like I didn't have anything and I was by myself. Like it was crazy. But anyway, I made it a habit and over quarantine I started getting up for the sunrise. Every single morning I would run by the beach 
and I've kind of just kept that that waking up for sunrise thing going on. That a boy. Yeah. So even I mean, sometimes if I'm really tired and I'm I'm not trying to do the sunrise, even before practice, like I need to wake up at least an hour and a half before the practice time just because I need to get my brain going. Yep. Like I'm I'm gonna be I won't be there. I'm not gonna be ready in the practice if I don't get my mind going and like start thinking about like, oh, the passes, my touches, like yeah. everything, like what's going on. Yeah. Like just, th- just stuff to get your mind going, you know, yeah. in the morning like that. But yeah, so that was probably the main thing, just waking up early for the sunrise. I think it's just like a mental thing. Like when, once you get it, once you get up and like you're going, it's for like, sure. I'm yeah. part, you like, you feel like you're a part of like a special club of people <laughs> that like get up early before mm-hmm. the sun's up or something. Like, uh, there's a certain, it's, it's cool, man. I got up at 4am for nine years or seven years. Yeah. When I my work and I needed to get up super early, so I'm not doing that anymore. I've I've changed jobs uh, <laughs> to being an old retired man uh, in the last I guess six eight weeks ago, whatever it was. But yeah, it's it is something real special about seat. Like not even if even if you're not watching it, you just when the world's not awake. Yeah, you feel it just feels different. Yeah, you know, it does, and for sure, and and you can do like when you if you wake up at nine a.m. in the morning and you have a bunch of phone notifications, like it's harder to stay off your phone and not whatever. But if you get up at four a.m., like you're, you may have an hour and a half of your day where you have no, maybe you have no phone notification or it doesn't matter if you check them or not because no one else is awake. Right. So you, you kind of do no your own thing. No one's going to text you. Yeah. yeah. Like no, barely anyone else is up at that time. Yeah. Literally. I, I, I get up early and I end up hitting other people up because I'm like getting my day started. I do and too. I'm like sitting there twiddling my thumbs like, all right, y'all going to respond I used yet? to, I used to, <laughs> I used to always have, like it, it, it was never like one text from Breezy. It would be like seven. Because like you would just like do like this like stream of consciousness of like like line enter line enter <laughs> just like I have I I had ideas and here's the thing sometimes you get up and I don't and you take a shower and you like eat eat some food and then you have ideas and if you get up at four it's four forty five and you're like I got some shit to say right. so you know I knew Matt uh, wouldn't be mad at me if I texted him yeah man it's not like I wake up so it's right. not a big deal so Colo uh, your experience was a little bit different obviously mm-hmm. playing for Stumptown. The seasons postponed at first. How like how did all of that go down for you? Uh, because like you guys were in limbo for a while, then all of a sudden, you know, the season was canceled, and then yeah. all of a sudden, Stumptown was going to take a break. Yep. Like how did like so like, how did how did quarantine go for you? Okay. Um. I don't know if you guys already know, but like I always keep saying, like I I'm a very firm believer in God, like a very spiritual person. Hmm. So, um, you know, during that time period of the quarantine, like, it was more of a mental battle for me because I had just went from a team in Nisa in Atlanta folding mm-hmm. to not knowing where I'm going to be at and then getting an opportunity to go play, I signed, and then it folds again. So it felt like I was back to square A. Yeah. You know, and then um, uh, I was, again, I was blessed enough to have a, a girlfriend who came into my life at that time period who really stood by me. She really understood what I was doing. And, you know, she was, she, 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 she supported me, basically. She, yeah. she was there throughout the whole entire time period. So, and again, like, the only person that I really had to lean on was God. So for me, the quarantine time period was a time for me to connect more with the man above, mentally-wise. Because if I was able to get that strength and, and, you know, he put me to the test when times were worse to see if I would lean on him even more. 
So at that time period, all I had to do was just lean on him first before going to go play or before going to go train. So that took place. Was it easy? Of course not. Because you you always had questions in your head like, okay, like, damn, what am I going to play? You know, you're when did there. you when did you know that you weren't going back to Stumptown because Stumptown was not going to be a thing at least for a while? Uh, January, February. It was started happening like January twelfth when the whole lockdown began. March, March, around there, March. So like when they so when lockdown happened, and it was going to be, you know, the, the season was postponed for like yeah. for like at least a month to start. Yeah, basically whenever they said you guys can go home. I was like, yeah, we're not coming back anytime soon. Okay. Yeah, you'd already been through that. And I'd already been through that. So I already just I already knew what I was getting myself into because they said they were not going to pay us. So once that happened, I was like, yeah, I'm not. If it comes back, thank God. If it doesn't, it's all in God's hands, honestly. But again, I'm a, I would like to call myself an op- op- optimistic person. So I look at this thing happening. There's either two ways I could have handled it. Either I cry and move about it or mm. I'll make the best out of it. You know, for me, I, f- I was able to find a light in it. It gave me time to reflect on myself, to truly uh, like connect more with my girlfriend on a more personal level to really get to know who she is and also get to know how I am and um, train. That time period, I went hard. Not a boy. Uh, what went, kind of stuff was, were you doing? I was in the gym um doing the the workouts that Mitch, Coach Mitch was sent to us. He would give to me. I was in it by myself. I was waking up around six o'clock, seven o'clock. I was in the gym by myself. You know, eventually I started getting my, my girlfriend into this to coming with me, my girl, my woman, getting her to come with me and um she also started working out. And she was the one pushing me to go even harder. That's great. Oh yeah, because she was like, yo, why are you being a lazy bum for? <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? I just did this and this and this. Like, what are you saying? She's like, nah, you could do more. I was like, come on, baby. I can't. I'm exhausted. I'm not a robot. She's like, I don't care. Yeah. Get out. Go work out. You keep know, that, her, keep that, her around, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's definitely, <laughs> she's she's very rare. But yeah, that's what happened. And then um, I just, again, like I just, I stayed true to myself. Yeah. Believed in myself and just kept working hard the whole entire time. And. God presented an opportunity for me to come play here, and that's why it was such a smooth transition because I was prepared for it. I think one one thing we talked about actually on another uh, podcast we were talking, both of us were on, is just like no people aren't, no one out there is like you got to believe in yourself. Yeah, like sure. You 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 control how how hard you work. Like how hard you, you work? Yeah, like you're you're in control of your own destiny. Yep. And I mean, sure, some people are might be in charge of you and like make make higher decisions than you sometimes but like if you keep working like good results will come from hard work yep like mm. it's just there's just no question about it for yep. sure and that sort of sounds like almost like a little bit ma- uh not materialistic um like military almost mm-hmm. but like uh there's this one guy his name's uh david goggins i know david goggins yeah yeah love david goggins yeah just some some of the stuff he says it's like it's just it really makes you like they're just like I had to read his book for my can't uh, hurt me yeah can't hurt me love that um very if, inspirational if any listeners are looking for a, a good motivational book read that you won't feel sorry for yourself anymore I mean yeah. it, it's hard to feel sorry for I don't know how you feel about it but I, I struggle to feel sorry for myself after reading that book literally you you won't at all you'll just realize that 
he had like he's went through all and every worst possible thing that could happen and came out on the other side so just a matter of believing in yourself and like knowing what you want and like figuring out how to ask for it basically and believing in yourself because no one else is going to when they tell you no just go get it yeah go make it happen just going on just going on for a run instead like for anybody else who's listening like you know whether they're adults or kids or you know teenagers you know at the end of the day everybody goes through something in their life you know you're always going to have somebody tell you hey that's wrong hey no you can't do that you're not good enough you're not good enough oh no it's too late oh this and that oh this and that what i would tell to them i'm pretty sure it's very um um repertory is that is that the word like when it's repeating itself people tell you this Mm -hmm. like i'm gonna say it again like you cannot listen to them that's like negative energy because if you have your core values which is in god first believing in yourself the sky is only the limit because i kid you not like i would not i would not expect myself to be playing for chattanooga Honestly, it's like, just thank God. This is God who gave me this opportunity, and I was He presented it to me because He saw how hard I was working, and He presented the opportunity to me to take it. So, for anybody's listening, I was like, you know, they have to keep working hard. Sorry, Ryan. No, you're good. You're good. I I really like what you said just there, and it's another thing. Like some people, it's like, oh, I'm scared. I I don't I don't like you. Just you just gotta get get past that. Like yeah. just please keep pushing. Like you have to. You're out there. Like. I'm telling you, just keep pushing, believe in yourself, and it because being like being scared and having regret, you're just gonna regret it in the long run. And I mean, regret is one of the shittiest feelings ever. And oh, yeah. just being scared, it's like it's just it's exhausting almost. Yeah. Like you're just you're worry, like it's just like extra worry for nothing. Like just just put try to push through it as hard as you can. You know what y'all worrying. are saying? It's so funny because like uh, what y'all are saying, most people hear it and go, yeah, yeah, cool, yeah, I've heard it before. But like uh, when you when you finally do figure it out and, and you really do understand it, it then it makes sense. Right, I've yeah. had that happen to me recently. Because and another thing, like you guys did not just start this podcast in one day. I'm pretty sure because the way this thing is set up is so perfectly set up. <laughs> Thank you. You know, it took. I'm pretty sure it took you guys time to get this thing up and going and actually believing in this for it to be so successful because for me this is probably like one of the best setup I've been on so far. It well, it took. Uh, thank you. It took yeah. a lot of work um, and a lot of figuring out. We messed up all sorts of stuff. Yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> we, I mean, we used to have uh, these little six-inch mic stands, so you could either hold the mic, like you guys did last week when yeah. we were at, we were at uh, Matt's casa, or break your neck like Matt or, was just doing, <laughs> or you could like hunch over. Like n- this table was not the right size for anyone to like lean in, and so like sometimes everyone would be leaned in, and it was anyway, it was crazy. But we've definitely uh, put in a lot of work, so I, that resonates. Um, not just with this podcast, but with life, right? Yep. Yeah. You know, you you can, and I, and I hope the if there's anybody out there listening that's you know struggling or doesn't know where you're going, like I think you guys agree with this. And what you're saying is keep pushing, keep, keep pushing, pushing forward. You may not know exactly where you're going, but go towards what you want and work hard, and you know you can get there. Yeah. It's and, like just find a way, like find a way instead of making excuses. Sort of yeah. is another thing. Like just that, get from it. that David Goggins book, it's. He's just always with pushing, like find find a different way. Like if one thing doesn't work, like try something else. You can't just give up after you try one thing. Like you gotta you gotta keep going. It's it's I mean, even if I don't wanna jump to business right now, but like it's like you you calling a thousand companies and asking for something and 
you're just trying to get, even if you just get that 1%, like you get one person to do the deal with you. It's like, okay, you got a deal, but you had to call a thousand people to do that. Like you just, you just can't give up. You got to find a way, like, just don't make excuses. Like your excuses are what are getting in the way of you and stopping you from doing what you want. Yeah. No excuses. Well, guys, I think that's a really, really good spot to start wrapping things up here. I think yeah, that's a really sure. good note for the uh, for the listeners. So before we go, um, let's share some social media handles. Before that, is there anything we didn't ask you about that you were hoping to share that you were hoping we'd ask you about? And it's perfectly fine to say we did that. You know, we asked you too much. But is there anything we you wish we would have asked that you want to share? Mm. Uh, no favorite. I guess favorite. Chattanooga or favorite CFC team experience so oh, far. Yeah. That's a great one. Um, uh, I mean, winning that the independent cup was cool. I mean, that was just like our first trophy together sort of. And then um, I don't know, probably that crowd out in Oakland was pretty big time. Almost 10,000. That was pretty, pretty big time. That was a fun moment, but uh, and something that we haven't got to do here since the then I mean, yeah seriously the world the world got crazy literally like the next week but yeah those are my probably two two favorite cfc moments so far we've had some good we've had a lot of good moments in practice too funny times but uh those are probably two most memorable times yeah for me it'd probably be winning the independent the independent trophy yeah cool all right so we uh we had you guys on uh in a, in a previous episode so the listeners probably um, have your your social, but we're gonna go ahead and repeat it. By the way, if you haven't listened to that episode, it's called "Uncomfortable Conversations: Race and Soccer in America." Or, or anyway, it's some you, you'll find it. It's the one before this episode. Go listen to it, guys. It's um, really good. It's it's incredibly important and it's it's incredibly enlightening. So if you if you haven't listened to it, it is uncomfortable. If you need to break it up, you know, but listen to it. It's important. Yep. But Ryan Colo, tell us uh, tell the listeners where they can find you. Uh, on the internet, where, where on your social media, you know, where they can hit you up. <laughs> hey, man, you guys can all hit me up at um on Instagram at Coloquinho. How do you, how do you spell that? K O L O K I N H O, Coloquinho underscore. Or to make it easier on yourself, you can just put David Coloco and it's gonna show up. <laughs> all right, Ryan. And uh, mine is just. Just my name, Ryan, R-Y-A-N, Marcano, M-A-R-C-A-N-O. Ryan Marcano. Producer Jay, where can they find you on the internet? You can find me on Instagram at letter J and on Twitter at J underscore Buchanan. And Matt Caniglio, what about you? You can find me on Instagram at I am Caniglio. You can find me on Twitter at Whiskey is Fine. And Breezy, where can they find you on the internet? You can find me on the internet. And if all of you would go follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Section 109 Podcast, and we will see you guys on the next one. Boom.